This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome back to Such a Lady and I'm your host, Siobhan. Um, How about I felt that razzle dazzle in my spirit and I... Y'all get two episodes in one week. <laughs> Won't he do it? Okay, no, really. I love y'all, but the reason why it's two and one is because this case is kind of like the one I just posted. And I just can't get past folks doing silly stuff. Silly stuff. Let's just say silly because I don't want no dumb stuff because I'm not calling them dumb. Dumb stuff. Let's just call a spade a spade. I don't like it. Just I just don't. And we all do dumb stuff. I don't like when I do dumb stuff. I get on to myself. So don't think I'm judging. I don't like it. Anywho, so uh, I was like, well, let's just keep it going. So then next week we don't have to have another case like this. And honestly, if I'm being real, this was the initial case that I was going to do. But then that's when I found the one with Dirty Diana. And I was just like, y'all got to know about Dirty Diana. So um, next week, we'll be back to our regularly, regularly, (laughs) y'all shut up, (laughs) our regular scheduled program, because, you know, we'll be back to the low key ones. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But um, again, let me just put this out there. Hey, y'all, if y'all like listening to me ramble about these stories, please, um, please let me know. Please go support our Instagram page. And also, um, if you have a toxic love story, um, listen, I would love for you to be a guest. Not, not, not to embarrass you, not to make you feel bad, but because I truly believe that God put it on my heart. real talk god put it on my heart that this is gonna change lives even if it's just one listen i'm not out here for everybody i know that i have a tribe i know that god has a certain people that he is using me for um so with that being said um i'm not trying to reach everybody i'm just trying to reach the folks that god need me to reach okay or wants me to reach because god don't need me for nothing but that's neither here nor there if you have a toxic love story gone wrong and you want to be a guest so that you can help somebody else see that it's okay and that that's not the end and there is life after and that they don't have to end up in some of the situations that you hear all the time then please 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 get at me i promise um we'll have we'll definitely have a good time and and i'll i'll make it I'll, I'll make it as comfortable as possible so let's get into it so our next toxic love story gone wrong is susan smith now i know y'all remember susan smith but when this happened i was young so all i remember was what i saw on the news and then i wasn't into looking deep into stuff uh <laughs> Miss Shani gonna tag me on Facebook talking about <laughs> this sound like me whenever I, uh, it was a meme and it was somebody talking about watching the first 48 
and then talking about as soon as somebody say something, they be looking for that person. That'd be me. As soon as I see something on TV, I'm like looking it up so I can find out more information now. But when I was younger, I didn't care about any of that. So when I started doing um, these cases and stuff like that she popped up and I was like "Mm, do we want to do her because this is another high profile case but then when I started doing the research on it I was like dang it's so much stuff I didn't know so let's get to it Susan Smith um okay she was a Libra well she wasn't she is because she's still alive but I don't like that I mean you know I'm 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 a Libra so I don't like it when Libra's do stuff that she did so let's talk about it so she was a libra and she was the youngest of three children now the only reason why again i'm doing the backstory on this is because it kind of ties into it because her parents divorced when she was younger and so like a little bit after matter of fact weeks after um her parents divorced her mom got remarried to a successful guy but her dad ended up committing suicide and that definitely um had i i can't see how that wouldn't mess with a kid's mind your parents are together and even if they had problems you know kids just see your parents are together so you know and then all of a sudden they're divorced and your mom gets remarried right after and then your dad commits suicide and so I'm sure that had to be hard on her Um, when she was in school and stuff like that. She it seemed like she kind of got through it because she seemed to flourish. She was well liked. Everybody cared for and stuff like that. Um, But the thing about it is that successful guy that her mom married, her stepdad, he started molesting her. And so a lot of times children who are molested don't say anything but that wasn't Susan's case because Susan actually reported the that he was touching on her and when she did they came to the house they actually removed him from the house um and I guess Susan thought everything was going to be fine but plot twist he went to counseling services to get better but Susan's mom made her feel bad for telling on him and I was like "Mm, maybe she's just saying that but after he completed those classes he moved back in the mom allowed him to move back in so once he moved back in the molestation started back up but Susan did not stay quiet she told again but when they told her that she would have had to report it she said no if she had to do the reporting she didn't want to do it because remember guys the last time she did it although he got kicked out and got help he came back and started doing the same thing again so that had to mess up her mental well she tried to kill herself um she took some pills and stuff like that and thank goodness it didn't it didn't go through but she tried to kill herself she had a lot going on fast forward she ends up meeting david smith because she got a job at a grocery store and while she was there she met um david and they started dating david was already engaged to somebody else though when he met susan um and 
I guess David thought that Susan was the better choice, so he ended his engagement with his other, I guess, fiance. And then him and Susan got married when she ended up pregnant. So they decide, you know, they're going to have this good life and, you know, I guess have kids. So they have their first son, Michael David. I'm sorry, Michael Daniel. And um, then they have another son. But during this, they, they're they having a rocky relationship off and on. You know, Susan, again, she has some issues that I don't think that she actually dealt with. And so they just finally decided to call it, call it quits. So then Susan decides she wants to do better for herself. And she gets a job as a bookkeeper at one of the largest employees, um, employers in the area that she stayed in, in the town that she was in. And so while she was there, she decided, you know, look, I want to do better for myself. And I guess maybe she thought that maybe, maybe I'm putting words in her mouth and I don't want to do that. But not only was she thinking that, but she was thinking that maybe I could find my soulmate while I'm here. So she starts dating this guy named Tom. Well, Tom uh, was the, I guess, the son of the CEO of where she worked at. So she was dating her boss's son and she was like infatuated with him. And I'm not saying that her first husband was broke. I don't know his financial situation, but if you're dating the CEO of, I mean, the son of the CEO, then I'm sure that it's some money floating around, some money you probably ain't seen. And Susan kind of was digging him. Well, she also was... I And I take it like maybe she had some self-esteem issues because she was a flirt as well. And what happened was Tom decided that he didn't want to be with Susan anymore. And he said it was because nice girls don't sleep with married men. Now, listen, you guys. He wrote a letter to her. And I have the letter and I'll I'll like give you all little bits and snippets of it. But it says, um, Dear Susan, I hope you don't mind, but I think clearer when I'm typing. So this is being written, written on my computer. This is a difficult letter for me to write because I know how much you think of me. And I want you to know that I'm flattered that uh, you have such a high opinion of me. Susan, I value our friendship very much. You are one of the few people on this earth that I can tell anything. You are intelligent, beautiful, sensitive, understanding, ABC. So he actually, he like, he lubricated this letter before he actually slid it in. Because when he goes down, let me go down a little bit further. Right here. Susan, I could really fall for you. You have so many endearing qualities about you, and I think that you are a terrific person. But like I have told you before, there are some things about you that aren't suited for me. And yes, I am speaking about your children. I am sure that your kids are good kids, but it really wouldn't matter how good they may be. The fact is, I don't want children. These feelings may change one day, but I doubt it. With all of the crazy mixed up things that take place in this world today, I just don't have the desire to bring another life into it. And I don't want to be responsible for anyone else's children. But I am very thankful that there are people like you who are not so selfish as I am. 
and don't mind bearing the responsibility of children. If everyone thought that way, if everyone thought the way I do, our species would have eventually become extinct. But our differences go far beyond the children issue. We are just two totally different people. And eventually those differences would cause us to break up because I know myself so well and I'm sure of this. Susan, I am not mad at you about what happened this weekend. Actually, I'm very thankful. As I told you, I was starting to let my heart warm up to the idea of us going out as more than just friends. But I, but seeing you kiss another man put things back into perspective. I remember how hurt I was when I did that to someone. Um, he told her, if you want to catch a nice guy like me one day, you have to act like a nice girl. And you know, nice girls don't sleep with married men. So based on the letter, I'm just giving y'all a snippet. Susan had slept with one of her co-workers, husbands and Tom found out about it so Tom didn't want to be with her because he thought she was promiscuous and then also he told her he didn't want to have kids she has two children so Susan calls herself trying to get back at Tom and she tells him well I slept I slept with your dad I don't know why she thought that that was a good idea, but it wasn't. So that was like, he was like, you know what? If you ever really thought that I was going to be with you, then I, you, you made that up. So if, you, if you're if you sleeping with my dad, I don't want to be with you. So um, Susan is losing her back crazy mind at this point. Like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Because she's infatuated with this man. Um and then I think what made it so bad is that he said all those nice things about her. So, you know, when she's reading the letter, she's like, oh, my goodness, he, he really does like me. Maybe he could maybe if it's just the kids. I don't know what she was thinking. Well, she ended up calling. No, I'm lying. She ended up running to a neighbor's house for help because she said that a black man had kidnapped, had carjacked her, like the last story, y'all. Go back to the last story. Now, she didn't say he was black. She said a bushy-haired man. But <clears throat> a black man had uh, carjacked her and told her that her kids would be okay and to get out the car because he wanted her car. Now, listen, I'm not saying that men are bad people. Listen, because they're not. There are awesome fathers out there. But I don't know any man that's going to, as a matter of fact, I saw an episode where a guy had kidnapped, had carjacked a woman and her kids were in the car and he stopped the car and put the kids out. Okay. So I I just think that I don't think men be wanting to deal with that. I mean, yeah, they probably be wanting to steal the car, but I don't think that they be thinking about kids involved. So she said that he came and he hijacked the car and he told her, hey, listen, um, they'll be okay. Don't you worry about it. And so she runs to the neighbor's house and she's telling them this story and she tells the police and everybody's looking for this black man that that stole her car. And so for nine days, they're looking, they're looking, they're looking, they're looking. But then the police are like, something doesn't make sense because her story keeps changing. And see, that's the thing about a lie. If you tell a lie, you got to remember your lie. If you tell the truth, 
You don't got to remember nothing but the truth. But if you tell a lie, you got to remember your lies. So Susan couldn't keep up with her lies. So one of the detectives said, well, the place where you got your car jacked at was a place where the light only changes if there's a car there. So while you said you were stopped at a red light, how is that possible? You also said there weren't any cars there. So the light should have never been read in the first place something's not adding up we can't find this black man that you're talking about susan what's going on like i need for you to tell us what happened susan said around 8 p.m she put her barefoot sons in the car strapped them in their car seats and began driving around she stated that she wanted to die and was headed to her mother's house, but decided against it. Instead, she drove to John D. Long Lake and drove onto a ramp, got out of the car, put the car in drive, released the brake, and watched as the car with her children sleeping in the back seat plunged into the lake. The car drifted out, then slowly sank. I can't even imagine what those babies were thinking. I can't even imagine. In the car, they found the letter that Tom had wrote her. So I, I, I can imagine she was hurt. She liked this guy. He told her that he didn't want to be with her. But he was clear. He said, I don't want kids. So I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. I just tell the stories. I don't know, but it just breaks my heart. What makes it even worse is that when they finally, because they they looked for the car in that in that river, but they couldn't find it. Okay, well, they decided that they were gonna look again after she told them how far out it went, and they found a handprint on the window of one of the babies. And then when they found the car, the babies were floating upside down in in their car seats because they were strapped in. Oh my gosh, the vision oh, it just breaks my entire heart. Um, it really does. I, I, oh, I just can't see a parent doing that. But listen, like, I don't know where her mental was at. So after she gets, after she confesses and she says that she really wanted to kill herself, but she didn't have the strength to be able to do it. And so she decided to just let the the kids go. Why not give them to their dad? Because um, their dad was in their life. As a matter of fact, when at first for those nine days, when everyone was looking for those boys and this black man that she said had uh, carjacked her, Her ex-husband came back into the picture and he was by her side. He was like, I don't know if you all recall the case, but they were on the news crying together. Like this literally touched everybody. Like I'm saying this was on every news channel because the boys were so adorable and, and she looked like just a very hurt mom. And so to find this stuff out, I mean, after I knew that she did that, but to find all this other stuff out, I was just like, dang, but you never, again, you never know what somebody's going through. So, well, the, she ended up having to go to trial 
and it took the jury about 2.5 hours to come back and they sentenced her to um, 30 years to life in prison. And so she'll be eligible for parole when she is 53 years old. But David, the kid's father, has vowed to come to every single parole hearing to keep Susan in jail for the rest of her life. And I don't blame him. I do not blame him. I do not blame him one single bit. Now, I love the fact that they buried the two boys together um, because... You know, they were brothers and then, you know, they went through that together. So I guess it seems only right to, um, you know, to be buried together. Now, people believe that that Dear John letter that Tom wrote, Susan, was what pushed her over the edge. And it might have been. But I guess my thing was, okay, so when you decided you didn't want to kill your kids, I mean yourself, you didn't decide that the kids didn't need to go. So, okay, so if we all going, but when you decided to switch up the game plan, they didn't get a choice. So what happened? I don't know. Poor babies. Well, Susan, when she got to jail, she wasn't, I guess that wasn't enough for her. She wasn't a model inmate because, again, me still being nosy, looking up stuff. She didn't get in trouble for sleeping with the guys at the, the guards at the prison. And how did they find out? Because she got an STD. How you get an STD, Susan, if you're in prison and you're not supposed to be having sex? So the guards got um, fired for sleeping with her. But I thought that, you know, since um, we did the last story about Dirty Diana, we would just go ahead and add this one this week. Put one out there because I just love you all so much. So then next week, we don't have to talk about parents who kill kids. I mean, as much as I love to talk about these toxic stories... I hate it when kids are involved, but I mean, you know, it's real life. Parents do crazy things sometimes all in the name of love. So I just want to thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for listening to this little bonus episode of Such a Lady. And um, I'll definitely post a picture over at our Instagram page, Such a Lady 30. And if you're interested in um, being a guest on our series, well, podcast season two, then definitely get at me. I love you guys and have a great week on purpose. And remember, if nobody else tells you, I love you and you're awesome.